The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 196 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. A Shawnee art gallery is holding its first block party of 2020. But first, your week in geek. The creators of Dungeons & Dragons announced their next book coming out in two months. The Explorer's Guide to Wildmount takes place in Exandria, the setting for the popular D&D podcast Critical Role. Matt Mercer, the creator of Wildmount and Dungeon Master for Critical Role, tells D&D Beyond the book includes a breakdown of the continent in the world of Exandria. That includes the history and the myth, the creation myth of the world. It, inc it inc uh, includes the whole entire pantheon as well as lesser idols, entities that aren't quite gods but exist in a, you know, above mortal space within the realm. It goes into uh, the, the factions and societies, the larger and major factions and societies that make up Wildmount. The compendium, compatible with 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, also includes new creatures, locations, character options, spells, magic items, and startup adventures. Mercer says whether you're a fan of Critical Role or new to the show, you'll find something to enjoy in the Explorer's Guide to Wildmount. The book is getting released on March 17th. The custom D&D miniature website, Hero Forge, is getting ready to add color. For those who don't know, Hero Forge allows users to custom make their minis on their website and have them delivered, but they come in the basic gray, ready to paint. However, the company has now launched a Kickstarter campaign for Hero Forge 2.0, possibly allowing you to add color customization. The Kickstarter just launched this week with a goal of $42,000, which backers blew through within seconds of going online. Star Trek Discovery gets nominated for a GLAAD Media Award. The GLAAD Media Awards are given annually to media who portray fair, accurate, and inclusive representations of the LGBTQ community and issues affecting their lives. Star Trek Discovery has been nominated in the category of Outstanding Drama Series, facing off against other shows including Batwoman, Supergirl, Killing Eve, Shadowhunters, and more. The 31st annual GLAAD Media Award ceremonies takes place March 19th in New York and April 16th in Los Angeles. Netflix releases a new trailer for its latest graphic novel adaptation. The first season of Lock and Key is dropping on the streaming service on February 7th. The series is based off the comic books by Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez and blends elements of horror, fantasy, sci-fi, and family drama into one story. Netflix is hoping Lock and Key will see the same kind of success as the graphic novel adaptation of The Umbrella Academy, which dropped last summer. Marvel Comics saw great success in 2019, and we're not talking just in movie theaters. The publisher had seven of the top ten releases most ordered by comic shops, with Jonathan Hickman and Linnell Yu's X-Men number one as the publisher's highest ordered issue of 2019. 
DC made up half of the top 10 collected edition and graphic novel releases of 2019 with Watchmen topping the list more than three decades after its initial collected release. And even better news, the comic store market grew more than 2% over 2018 numbers overall. Firefly fans are seeing hope for a revival. Entertainment and media news organization The Wrap asked Fox's president of entertainment, Michael Thorne, who says he's wide open to a Firefly revival if it can be reinvented for today. Meanwhile, the original executive producer Tim Minear and creator Joss Whedon say they've been talking about a revival at different points over the past decade. Firefly began in 2002, but was canceled by Fox after just 11 episodes and saw a new life again in 2005 with a film adaptation titled Serenity. This has been your Week in Geek. Local artists are going to show off their works at the Arts at 317 on Friday, January 17th, during its January block party. Joining us to talk about it is gallery owner Beth Hatley and artist Jeff Gullett, Guys, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Now, in full disclosure, Jeff, you and I have known each other for 15 years. I, I, I was, was, was going to say, how old is dirt? I don't know. It's been a long time. It has. It's going back to our, my, my early days at KTOK. That was a long time that ago. That was. That was. And you were, you were, at that time, a burgeoning artist, I thought. Yeah. You know, you're just I, really I, kind of trying this. I've tried different art mediums, uh, just recently. I'd been in the glass at that time for about 10 years, but hit and miss, mm-hmm. you know, with a lot of art, it's kind of like you throw it on the wall and see what sticks. Right. And I started with a variety of different styles of glasswork, uh, from windows to little tchotchkes, some little hanging pieces, and the the, the what I call glass banners. Now, it's, it's I know it's hard to translate what it looks like on radio. Mm-hmm. You need to do a video podcast. That's, that's, yes, I do. I tried that once. It didn't work very well. I had to work a lot harder. <laughs> you had to wear a paper bag, too, just <laughs> like right, me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> As a, an old colleague of ours used to say, Mike McCarville, we've got a face right, made a face for, for radio. radio. That's why I do it. But uh, the, the glass banners, what they are, they're narrow pieces and tall. They hang, and they range anywhere from size from like an inch wide by six inches tall to six inches wide by six feet tall. Mm. And trying different things, I thought, what What if we make this kind of like a pie slice, you know, narrow down one end? And you take those and you stack them around in a circle, and what I'm going to be demonstrating, how they're built this coming Friday, are what I call my flowers of diversity, is what they are. Um, glass flowers that their wall pieces hang on the wall, and the reason I call them flowers of diversity with the way the world is right now, black, white, green, yellow, mm-hmm. red, you know, all this diverse group of people, we live on one big blue marble and yeah. we're not treating it very well or each other very well. So with this diverse group of people, we just need to come together and get along. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not going anywhere. We're stuck here, yep. so the reason I call them flowers of diversity, I take all these different colors and put them in and create something beautiful. That's amazing. Now, Beth, for those who don't know, just tell us about uh, Art at 317. Is it Art at 317 or Art at 317? It's the Arts at 317. Okay. 
and it's located at 317 <laughs> East Main in Shawnee. Um, I just um, had a Facebook post yesterday. Uh, a memory came up that uh, we bought the building six years ago yesterday. Wow. And um, it took about a year and a half to renovate the building. Uh, we brought it back to um, its original status as far as possible. Um, the building was originally built somewhere around um, 1907 to 1912, wow. somewhere in that area. Um, so it did take a little bit of time to get, <laughs> to get it back, but um, it has um, uh, ceilings in it that look original. Wow. Uh, they are uh, hand-stamped tin ceilings. Mm -hmm. We had to have them replaced because um, what was there was not repairable. Yeah. And so um, we found a restoration artist who did that. Um, so to make it look like the original, but it looks, something that was actually functioning. Yes, it is an exact replica of what was there. Um, so um, the actual owners of the gallery are my husband, Vernon, mm -hmm. and his sister, Mary Ruth. They went in together to do this. And so um, I'm a retired teacher, mm -hmm. and so I help uh, run the gallery. Yeah. Um, we represent about 40 different artists um, and they are all from Oklahoma, many from Shawnee, but mm -hmm. all from Oklahoma. Um, and then on the third Friday of every month, we have block party. And, um, and, that's, and for those who don't know, because again, radio, it's it's a lower P A R T is all in caps. Why? Yes, to, yes, because we are um, pushing arts right. at this at this point, and um, our artists um, have all different genres of art. We have. Uh, what Jeff does, the glass art, and we have other glass artists as well. We have people that make jewelry. We have painters, photographers, all of that type of thing, textile arts. Yeah. Um, my sister-in-law, Mary Ruth, is a seamstress, and she works out of the studio, but she does all kinds of different things, which is definitely an art. Um, so anyway. This I'm going to jump in here just real quick. And Vernon, as we call him, VA, Beth's husband, <laughs> He is, well, let's put it this way. You look up the definition of outstanding photographer in the dictionary, wow. his picture is right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a shooter. I, I just tinker at it. I used to do yeah. a lot more, but I, I couldn't even, I mean, what he has in his pinky is about <laughs> what I might rate up to. But he is, I mean, absolutely stunning photography. And in addition to that, um, in our gallery, um, he prints all of his own photos. Um, we have large format printers. Our biggest that he has done so far is a five foot by 10 foot canvas. Oh my gosh. So uh, wow. <laughs> we can do all, all sizes. And he does that for other artists as well. That's if great. you have a, a painting or something that you want duplicated, he takes a high-resolution photograph of that, mm -hmm. and then he, you can put it on canvas, on uh, several different types of paper that he keeps in stock. And so we um, do a wide variety of that type of thing. So the goal really also is to, to help out local artists. Absolutely. To, to really shine a light on them. Yes. Why do you think that's important? Well, um, we were one of the first um, galleries in Shawnee that wasn't um, much going on in the art scene. And honestly, when we first started doing this, 
um, my husband and I did uh, shows. Mm-hmm. We uh, went around at different places and did, you know, like the Edmund Arts Festival right. and stuff like that. Um, and that's where we met some of these wonderful artists that we uh, uh, came in contact with and that are now in our gallery. Uh, but before that, um, I really wasn't aware of the art scene right. in Oklahoma. And once we put in the gallery, I'm thinking, how are we going to fill the walls in here, <laughs> you know? And it's amazing once you start looking, um, all the talent that is in this state. Um, and so we want to showcase that, and we want to get that out to the public. Um, you don't need to go to um, Santa Fe, New, Santa Fe right. New Mexico, and buy quality art. We have quality art right here. Right. That's that's one thing that I've always, it's kind of been a thorn in my side, is Oklahoma does not support, I mean, it's getting better. Let right. me, let me yes. put it this way, where, where your studios are right here on Film mm-hmm. Row and the museum downtown, uh, it's getting better. But for the longest time, Oklahoma did not support the arts mm-hmm. to a degree that that needs to be. Yeah. Um, like Beth said, there is a plethora of very, very talented artists here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. We just need to get noticed. Yeah, People don't need to go out of state, out of town, out of country to find quality art. It's right here. Right. It's right and here. The, and, and people don't have to move away as far as an artist. That's unfortunately, that, that's, that's where the problem is. The artist... We'll go, well, there's nothing to do in Oklahoma, so I might as well go to New York or Chicago right. or L.A. But fortunately, when we've got places like yours, they can stay here and actually do their artwork. Right, exactly. Yeah. Years ago, there was an article in the Oklahoma Gazette talking about the arts in Oklahoma. Um, my cousin is one of the members of the Red Dirt Rangers. Mm-hmm. They said that they get more notoriety by the farthest way that they go. From Oklahoma, which is weird. Well, it's it's weird, but it's a sad commentary yeah. of how this state treats their artist sons yeah. and daughters. Yeah, and it's when it goes all the way. I mean, it's not not just even the artists, but the potential artists. When we're cutting art funding in schools, and we're cutting, we're 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 basically cutting art funding on on state projects. And exactly. That's we've, we've got to start focus. That's where the the focus needs to start. Is is from. Our government basically going, you know what? We are going to appreciate the artists, whether young or old. Right. right. It's getting better. Mm-hmm. It is getting better. But I'm, I don't want to say it's too little too late, but it's, they've got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Absolutely. And the arts festivals in Oklahoma are suffering as well. When we first started, there were... We went to several festivals, um, OCCC and um, Midsummer Night's Midsummer Fair. Night's That's where we Fair. met. Yeah. yeah, and those are no longer. Yeah, I remember when that one when closed, and I and I just it was heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of our major shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife Diane and I, we would do about anywhere from eight to twelve shows a year. Yeah, uh, some some years more, some years mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've, we've gone out of state to do a show. And the good shows that we were doing, like Beth said, OCCC, Midsummer Night's Fair. Um, there's, uh, what was it, Mayfair in Norman. Mm-hmm. You know, those are no more. Right. 
And it's, it's really sad because whenever that happens, it cuts the artist off from a public audience. Mm-hmm. One thing I always say to people, and when I'm posting something on my Facebook page, Catch Like Creations Art Glass Studio is the name of my studio, and it's also the Facebook page that I have. Um, I always put on there, support your local artists. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, and, and just having a, because a, you, now you've got a permanent building, where, I mean, whereas uh, the arts festivals, they were, they were, they were temporarily set up and intense. Does having a permanent place for not only artists, but consumers, does that, do you think that maybe helps though? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They know that they can come in and, you know, look at a variety of art mm-hmm. um, there. And there's a, uh, you know, a permanent place where people can come. Um, but arts festivals kind of, um, they help get people involved. And, you know, on a Saturday morning, they get up, okay, what are we going to do today? Oh, there's an art festival downtown. Mm-hmm. Let's go uh, look. Uh, but having a permanent place is so important because mm-hmm. those people can come in and, and find something, you know, five days a week. Yeah. So any day of the week. What's the kind of attendance you guys usually have at these block parties? How long have you been doing that first? Okay. Um, our third Friday block parties have been... Um, about six years now, I believe. Um, And the reason that we started Third Friday is because um, Paseo has First Friday, Mm -hmm. Norman has Second Friday, and some of our people wanted to participate in those as well. And so we said, hey, let's do Third Friday. And there are some people that go to every one of those. They go somewhere every weekend. Guilty. Uh, (laughs) Guilty. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And so uh, that's why we started the third Friday, and we we have businesses downtown that mm-hmm. will stay open. We encourage people to eat at the local restaurants and uh, the local coffee shops, and and just make an evening of it. Yeah, to celebrate yeah. downtown Shawnee yes. because there's a Absolutely. lot of great history, and there's businesses down there that really need help. So it's helping out the local community as well. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know a lot of times, uh, well, in the past, main streets have kind of died out, mm-hmm. and that is the same thing that happened in Shawnee. But there are a lot of businesses that are coming back to downtown right now. It's a great place to be. Yeah, I'm excited about the fact that I think it's, it's because it's, it's, you can't call it really nostalgia because most of these main streets were uh, long before any of us even were, were, were born when they were really in their heyday and, you know, talking the 1900s, right. 19-teens. Right. I think it is more of a sense of, hey, we forgot how great this was. It's a rebirth. Yeah, it really is. It's a rebirth of the downtown districts. The area where the Arts at 317 is, when when Beth and Vernon first asked me if I wanted to come into the gallery, and I'm going to toot my own horn here. I'm one of the charter members of the gallery. Yes. Um, I kind of looked around. In fact, when I first drove there, I got lost. (laughs) I had to call and say, I don't know where I am, but where are you? (laughs) And finally found it, and I was looking around, I'm thinking, this area is a dump. Mm -hmm. But the the shops that have come in, the restaurants that have come in, uh, they did a street paving. They redid the street down through there. And the sidewalks. And the Mm -hmm. sidewalks. Mm -hmm. And it is gorgeous. Yeah, there, there's still some buildings that need to be either sure. either torn down or somebody come in and, and spend the money them. to renovate them. But it's it's a fun place. Yeah, 
It really is. That's one of my favorite. When my wife and I go driving, we love to go drive. I, I don't like taking the interstate. I would much rather oh, yeah. take the highway when I'm driving almost always through downtown towns. Yeah. And just to watch either the, you can see the difference between those that have fallen to disrepair or those where the chambers of commerce usually have come in and gone, you know what? If we don't do something, we're going to fall apart, and you mm-hmm. can tell it. And there's usually some renovation. There's some some work that's being done. So you guys yeah, like might be you got like getting out and driving. Yeah. Okay, we'll see you Friday. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know. I don't know if we can actually make it down to. to the, the thing is, Shawnee is is I, I, I it's it's still centrally located. Uh-huh. I like the fact that it's not too far away. Yeah. Um, you could just you could just get over onto actually. Um, what's there's a there's a there's a non interstate street. From from Oklahoma City, and I'm trying to remember what it is um, that gets you that around in the Shawnee area. Do you know what that is? Um, or it's, it's not from I, Shawnee. I think it's from Norman. Like, is it Highway Nine? Highway Nine. Highway, highway Nine. Highway That's nine. what I'm thinking of. So you, yeah. you yeah. could just get on Highway Nine and, and just go straight to, to Shawnee, to Tecumseh, yeah. and then mm-hmm. over to Shawnee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I always take the interstates about maybe 35, 45 minute drive. Yeah. is all it's it is. It's very fast. The only drawback to the Interstate 40, I-40 right now is the construction. Oh, is there a lot of construction just, going on right Just now? east of where they're widening the highway and putting that, that new turnpike in. Oh, yes. There, there's that. But really, it you know traffic still flows fairly well. It's no further than El Reno. No, I mean, not. if you're going out to El Reno to do anything, it's the same distance. Yeah, it so. is. <laughs> so, yeah. But... Getting stepping back a step or two, I'm gonna let you look at this, and you can try to give a description to the listeners. Uh, this is one of the flowers. Okay, so no, the first thing I think of is almost a tie dye with pearls. Uh, what I love about the fact is it's, and it it gives a feeling of a rays coming out of the center. Right, um, right. That's exactly what it the, is. The the feeling that you could almost be sucked into the middle. Uh, which has a beautiful diamond design. Is that that's a is that a diamond pattern inside? It, it's it's a Native American pattern. That's beautiful. And so, I love the colors. You, it's it's a it's a wide variety of colors, and the feeling that all these colors are coming into one central location. Right, and that's uh, why I call it the flowers yeah. of diversity because all the colors, just like the world, all mm-hmm. the people, we need to come to one central point to where we all. For, for a cheesy term, for we all live in harmony, let's break out the Coke bottle and sing. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I like to teach the world to sing. Now, what's the reaction you get from people? Who, why, why do they, when they come, they, they buy it. Why do they tell you why they, this, is, this has interested them? They, why they've been interested in buying it? We, well, we've sold a few flowers. They're, they're not inexpensive. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Right. There's a lot involved in making them, and that's what I'm going to be demonstrating this coming Friday. But when we've done shows and we've had the flowers hanging out, the first thing a person says is, oh, my God, that's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. That would look great in my window. And I, remind, I said, not all glass. That's a misnomer about stained glass. Mm-hmm. Not all stained glass is window glass. Right. These are wall pieces. And I have people all the time say, I would love to have that hanging in my living room or hanging over my fireplace mm-hmm. or hanging wherever. And we visit with them about it. And, you know, granted, just like everything else, some can afford it, some cannot. But art is an investment. Right. It's not an impulse buy. You know, now, some things. I, I, I showed you a while ago. I build these little birds. Mm-hmm. They're just what, whenever I have commissions, I have a lot of 
glass left over. So I take the glass and I make these little birds, and they, that's what they're called, mm-hmm. uh, the bird. Mm-hmm. And if you ever saw the f- tag with the feathers, there's one extended a little bit higher. It's a little irreverent humor. And now I can say this. I tell people all the time I can say this because when I first started making the birds, I was trying to figure out how to get them noticed, how to market them. And a young man that we went to church with, he went on to become a minister at a church in Illinois, a youth minister at a church in Illinois. So I tell people, a minister told me this, so it's okay to say this. <laughs> and Christmas was coming up, and he said, well, just tell people, give that someone special the bird this Christmas. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, just, and you should have a card for that. I do. I've given you the bird. I do. <laughs> someone has lovingly given you the bird. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And, and they're so adorable. Um, and, you feel and those, like you could have that just about anywhere in the house. You can. In the kids' room. And, the, you know, and... What a great way to teach kids you know, about having something that is not a toy. It's not a, it's not a, a PlayStation or whatever. It is something to look at and admire. And admire. And it's not mass-produced. Mm-hmm. Each one is handmade, one at a time. And I've, there's some patrons, Beth knows a few, that actually have collected my birds. Mm-hmm. We have one lady who has around 30 Yes. Of them, yes. A lot of our people, um, they come in and they look at them, and, and ones that buy, a lot of them sit on their uh, desks at work. Mm-hmm. And when they start getting stressed out and stuff, they can look at that bird, and it will always make you smile. That's wonderful. Yeah, it does. And, it's, it's, and that's it's what they're for. They're, they're just to bring a smile. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I, hopefully, the, uh, well, and of course we could say that, uh, the whole idea of art is that you are investing in, in essence, an emotion right. of some kind. Absolutely. Right. Whether it makes you feel happy or maybe, maybe it me- makes you feel melancholy. Makes, maybe it brings out a feeling of, of passion of some kind. There's something, there's an emotion that's involved. That's why you buy it. Yeah, and, and a lot of art um, people will have because it brings back a cherished memory. Mm-hmm. And they can look at that and remember when. Yeah. You know, I bought this when I was with my grandmother. My grandfather gave me this, you know. Mom and dad had this in their living room. You know, art art is an emotion and collecting it brings that brings those emotions out. Right. You know, it's not just something, hi. That's a pretty glass bowl. I could use that as an ashtray. <laughs> I have actually had people tell me that before. Oh my no. Yes. Yes. Not and in our gallery. <laughs> not in our gallery. This isn't one of the festivals. Yeah. And my wife had to pull me off the ledge because I was ready to jump all over him. And come on, back up, back up, chill. Go take a walk. That's right. <laughs> so what kind of, so uh, it's this Friday. What time does that start? It's from 6 to 9 p.m. Um, we have, Jeff is going to be there and he's mm-hmm. going to be demonstrating. Plus we'll have... Um, Kind of a trunk show where he'll will have all of his things in a on a table on display for people to look at, um, and if you've never watched Jeff do something or listened to him as he explains something, uh, he's very thorough. He's entertaining, obviously. You can tell that from this, <laughs> from this interview, um, and people actually get in to what mm-hmm. he's doing. Um, so. Um, People will be there. They'll will have a place uh, for people to come in and sit down and watch for a while, or if they just want to come in, walk in and walk out, um, 
they can do that. Um, so these are very well attended yeah. in our town. Um, so and it's just it's just it's just people from Shawnee, or is it for people from from all over? People from all over. That's great. Down. Uh, A lot of times we have um, other artists that we have in our gallery will come Mm -hmm. down for block party. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's there's lots of people that come in, and we do other things as well. So we we highlight our artists. Mm -hmm. Um, Another art is writing. And so we have um, books in our gallery by local authors, oh, and wow. we have book signings. And we're also going to have um, a lady there this Friday um, who's going to do a book signing for a new book she has out. So um, we do all kinds of different who's, things. Who's, who's that? Um, her name is Shelley Levesey, mm-hmm. and the name of the book is um, Lady Lawyer. Wow. And she is a lawyer. <laughs> and so um, anyway, um, for the last... Um, Three or four months, anyway. We've also had book signings along with our demonstrations and trunk shows. So, one yeah. thing I always like is for people to ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know, let's play stump the artist. Ask me just you know, <laughs> off the wall question. He'll like, make something up if he doesn't. Know. That's exactly what I say. <laughs> I let him know. If you have any questions, let me know. I'll be happy to make something up. That's right. If I don't know it, I I will, I will make it up. You will, you will never know that I just made that up. That's right. That is absolutely right. I can say that with a straight and face. Jeff is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you would never know that he just made that up on the on the spot. Uh, so you've got. Uh, you, you, what else does your gallery do? Not not on the third third Thursday. Are you just open regular, or is there other things going yes, on? Yes, uh, we're open Tuesday through Friday, ten okay. to six, and ten to two on Saturdays. Um, the third Friday block party, the, the Saturday afterwards and the next morning, uh, we have pottery classes. Oh, great. Um, so the, we have two a month. It's the Saturday following um, block party plus the Monday evening following mm-hmm. that. Um, these have been very popular. We've been doing that for a couple of years now. Uh, we have a, um, a woodworking artist who mm. makes wood plaques that hang on the wall. Um, and he's been doing a couple of uh, workshops for us, and we have one of those um, uh, the fourth Saturday this month. Mm-hmm. He's doing one of those. These are well attended. Uh, we do um, drawing classes and painting classes from time to time, um, and it's um, some of them are a one-time thing. Some of them are a class that there may be four Saturdays in a row mm-hmm. that they come and do things. And so um, any way that we can promote art, we try to do so. Yeah, I think it's become this, uh, I think that the tactile arts, the, the working with your hands, working uh, whether it's painting or whether it's pottery, woodworking, I think those have kind of started to come back because we went so far into that virtual world where now we're starting to pull back and go, wait a minute, I'm starting to lose that sense of connection with, first of all, other people, with the things that are around me. And so mm-hmm. I, I've, I've noticed that more and more people are getting back into wanting to work with their hands right. and things mm-hmm. like that. And if yeah. you talk to people, it's amazing what your neighbor can do. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, there's a lot of things that a lot of people that don't talk about it. Um, but you know, this neighbor may be a knitter, and this neighbor may be a painter, and this neighbor may be a photographer. And it's amazing how many people in Oklahoma have a hobby like that. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them um, 
get to the point where they can sell that hobby. Yeah. Um, and they just need a little encouragement. Yes, you, a lot of You times. talk to a lot of people, they, well, I just do this for me. Yes. I just do this for my relaxation. Yeah, but you're so good. You need <laughs> to share it. Yeah. You know, and when once somebody starts doing that and they see other people appreciating mm-hmm. the work that they do, that gives them that warm and fuzzy feeling that I never knew that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, and that's and so the the whole point of is is to to bring them out and to do that. Right. Get them get them working with their hands, getting get them maybe even participating in the gallery so they can sell things. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, I think that's that's wonderful. And there are there are places to eat down in Shawnee, so it's not like there isn't anything to do around your place. Exactly. Exactly. Un- unsolicited plug, Hamburger King. <laughs> I was going Where's to that? Right across the street from the gallery. <laughs> the Hamburger King um, has been there since 1929. Oh my I God, really? So um, we say that that's our biggest asset. Yeah, is the Hamburger King. Um, a block down from us is uh, Theopolis Social Club, which mm-hmm. is a newer restaurant, a little bit higher end restaurant that we're just totally happy to have. Um, just up the block, there's um, the Owl Shop that has some wonderful food. Uh, it's not um, fast food. It, yes. You get it when you get there. Uh, around the corner is Benton's Cafe that's been there oh, yeah. since the 50s and with their homemade pies. Mm-hmm. And I have to do a plug for that because that's my family. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, we've got some great places to eat that are within walking distance. Yeah. That's great. It's a, it's a great it's a great way to spend the evening uh, in Shawnee and 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 just to, to celebrate art and to to have fun and Absolutely. also to be able to see people who uh, if you guys do this every month. So to see people coming back's got to be pretty rewarding. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And we've made a lot of great friends with that. In the warmer um, times of the year, from like April to November, there is a park uh, on our block. It's Celebration oh. of Life Park. And there are lots of things that go on in that park during block party as well. The library is right across the street, and they participate with things. And so, um, yeah, we just get together, and it's a block party. Exactly. That's yeah. fantastic. So where can people find out more information about, uh, first off, the block party? Um, our Facebook page mm-hmm. is where we put most of our stuff, and it's The Arts at 317. Go in there and like us. Um, we... Um, advertise on there we put um create events to put on there um we do have an instagram page i'm not quite as good at keeping up with the instagram page i'm Um, not either yeah i know (laughs) so but facebook is our main form Mm -hmm. of getting uh information out the arts at 317 jeff where can people find information about you um i've got facebook page Mm -hmm. catch light creations art glass studio Uh, my birds have their own facebook page called the bird and uh, then also one thing we haven't talked about that is really kind of a, you know, th- they're fun to make, but it's relatively simple. I make vases, mm-hmm. slump glass vases out of a kiln, and they've got their own page called A Vase in the Crowd. A Vase in the Crowd. And a Vase in v- the Crowd. Of face in the, V-A-S-E in, in the, the crowd. crowd, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I, you know, coming from talk radio, <laughs> I love the play on words and everything. Yes, Yes, um, it's easy. Yes, it's easy to put a pun out there. Oh yes, yes. Um, do you still have a deck at your house? I do not. Oh no, no, no. My my deck my deck fell down. I hate and, it when that happens. No, it's just awful. 
That was a long time Fun running, running joke. joke. We had it. Th- yes, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> But no, the uh, Cashlight Creations Art Glass Studio, or if somebody wants to send me a friend mm-hmm. request, Jeff Gullet, you know, I'll direct them to the pages. Yeah, uh, I'm working on developing a web page for Catchlight this coming spring. Oh, good. So I've had a lot of people ask me, "What's your web page?" I don't have one. Are you on Facebook? No. So they find me. Yeah, um, and a lot of it's word of mouth. Yeah, which is sometimes better because that's that's then you know you're getting something you're 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 hearing from people that it's quality work. Mm-hmm. That's and, right, and sometimes that's better. Yeah, I think so, but uh, but hopefully maybe something coming up this 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 spring that you might have as far as the website. Yeah, putting it. You know, I'm going to have start. It's got to grow and start <laughs> out an infant. You know, burp it every now and then, but uh, yeah, we'll try putting together a web page. Um, see what kind of time it's going to take to devote to that because. I have very little time. Yeah, I'm. I shake hands with myself as I pass. Yes, and then I understand because and and you and you're, you're 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 focused on the art, and I think that one of the problems is the fact that I mean myself, I this is what I do. I'm not a computer type person, so coming up with a web page isn't always the thing that you think about. Right, um, and that takes work harder than what you normally do because it's something different. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So how you want to put it together and that thing, that kind of stuff. You know, it was funny because I was telling my wife the other day, we were trying to figure something out with the, our TV, you mm-hmm. know, something really technical and get things to work. And I told her, you know, 15 years ago, I, I left KTOK 10 years ago, but 15 years ago when I was right in the middle and the thick of it, I could easily figure something like this out. I'm stumped. <laughs> and when I do figure it out, I tell her, you know, sometimes even that blind hog can find an acorn. <laughs> like, I'm just clicking things until they go. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Was that the neighbor's house? We just blew up. <laughs> that technology has changed a little in the last 10 to 15 years. It's changed a lot oh in the last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, when I started in this business, it was putting together tape using actual tape, mm-hmm. you know, little scotch tape, and you'd cut it with razor blades and. Now it's digital, do 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 do, which I'm so glad about. But yeah, yeah, you're not standing in a production room with your ankles up to deep in tape. In tape, so. all putting it in carts, and yes, yeah, I've done that before. Oh gosh, all right. Thank you guys so very much for showing up today, and well, thank you. Uh, let everyone know it's this Friday, March seven, uh, January seventeenth, but um, at six o'clock. But every third Friday, yes, you know, if you guys got something going on this. Friday, well then February third Friday, third Friday of February, come down because right. you guys are doing it every week or every, every month. month. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun every week, but it wears out. Yeah. I believe so. Well, and of course, I mean, if you, do, you mentioned that Norman has their second one, of course, Paseo has yeah, the first, first Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there is no excuse for not celebrating your artist in the state of absolutely Oklahoma. right. And second Friday is really kind. You know, it's, you got to plan your evening out because not just Norman, but Plaza District has a second Friday art walk. Oh, down they, on down 16th. 16th? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they've got a second Friday art walk. So Diane and I, we might go to Plaza one month, Norman the next month, and mm-hmm. just kind of alternate back and forth. Yeah, it's because, again, they're, they're out there. Mm-hmm. You just need to sometimes make a little bit of a trip to go celebrate your, your favorite artist. Yeah, it, make it's, it a night out. Yeah, there's one thing I'd like to add to that, uh, too. Yeah. When you buy art from a local artist, that money stays where you bought it. Uh, it stays here in Oklahoma. It helps to uh, finance somebody's kids' dance lessons or music lessons or whatever. And so you are putting back into the community when you buy local art. 
Yeah. Yeah. Art begets art. I love it. Exactly. You, know, you, yes. you, you, you buy art and it's going to mean more art. It's going to mean, and it becomes a snowball. And hopefully we're just covered in a snowball of art in the Absolutely. state of Oklahoma. Because Absolutely. we need it. We need it for peace. We need it for beauty. We need it for love. There's no reason not to celebrate it. And it I need to pay the bills. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's got to pay for that website. Yeah. yeah. Art just makes us better people. It, really it makes does. us a more rounded person. That is perfect. Fantastic. Thank you guys very much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the, G- the address for our Gmail account. We'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Beth Hatley and Jeff Gullett, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.